Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Hey guys, welcome back to the Art of Craftsmanship podcast. My name is Dustin O'Hara, and I'm here with my brother and co-host Devin. Hello there. Hello, Devin. All right, this is episode 140. Getting along pretty good. Devin, what do you got for us today? Don't know if I, I don't know if I want to say this one in like the uh, like the, the way it was done in the, the movie or not. Okay, oh, I don't well, give it away well, too much. <laughs> May, well, maybe. Well, you'll know right when I do it. Okay, here we go. All right, I'll do it in a different voice. All right, I want to see mountains again, Gandalf. Mountains, and then find somewhere where I can rest in peace and quiet without a lot of relatives prying around, and a string of confounded visitors hanging on the bell. I might find somewhere where I can finish my book. I've thought of a nice ending for it, and he lived happily ever after to the end of his days. Could I like it. Be? <laughs> I have no the idea. Matrix. Gandalf. Star Wars. Star Wars. <laughs> Star Wars. Harry Potter. <laughs> the Force is Awakening. <laughs> <laughs> mountains, Gandalf. Uh, mountains. Classic. I, I just wanted to bring up yeah. with that, for one, it's it's kind of funny. It's like I'm about to go on vacation to the beach, to the Outer Banks for a week. Yep. It's on Saturday. And it, that you kind of feel that way. Like that quote is like what you feel before vacation, you know? Yeah, right. You're like working all year, you're like, I want to see the ocean again, Gandalf. <laughs> feel the waves. Try go. to finish my book. <laughs> you know, you have like yeah. this, this, this whatever wanderlust or whatever it is. Yeah, right. Exactly. Yeah, you. And then just you to, know you get attacked by a dragon when you're there because your kid's eating sand, and you're like, I don't know. This is not what I thought it would be. <laughs> You're like humping the, you know, the the beach cart over like 200 yards humping. of sand. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I know. <laughs> <Good> four dunes. <laughs> the, oh, Are you guys going uh, going back to the same place? It's another house. And I okay. think I, I looked at pictures recently. There's like one dune. <laughs> Ooh, but nowadays, nice. we, we carry so much shit to the beach. It's ridiculous. <laughs> You know, I feel like we had none of that. It was like, whatever you kids can carry is what you have with you. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah. mom, mom right. will carry the, the umbrella or something. Right. Dad will yeah, have, exactly. like, a cooler for snacks, and that's it. You get a blanket. Uh-huh. Go swim. 
Yeah, right. Good now luck. it's now it's a ten by ten tent and a nap yeah. thing and a, and a little like uh, like wet bar and like a. a you don't small remember when they carried your, your 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 nap thing with them? <laughs> Mom, I would just sleep under her chair. Good old, <laughs> old, old parenting. <laughs> Put in some wooden stakes around it to make a little cage. <laughs> yeah, in our day, we just let you go. I know. Yeah. But man, just roll around so, on a beach blanket. <laughs> um, at least she's old enough now where she can traverse the dunes herself. Yeah. But now instead yeah. of a two-year-old, I have a pregnant wife who will be slow and waddle, <laughs> and I have to get her over the dunes somehow. <laughs> you need a power. <laughs> you need a powered buggy. <laughs> be like, just take I the do. e-bike. <laughs> Right over the dunes. <laughs> I did once. I did it's actually once probably not a bad idea. Yeah, it was no. pretty good. <laughs> there you go. Have her um, just like sit on it and like walk, you know, and just like a little like. Yeah. <laughs> there is right near That's us sweet. is a uh, is a, a vehicle entrance. You know, oh, nice down there. You yeah. can certain spots you can uh, uh, do that. So maybe I, I would love to just pack right. her vehicles up and then drive up to there and then drive back down. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Load it all up. Drive it over. Mm-hmm. Unload. Mm-hmm. Nice. Like loading those carts up and just—I feel like it takes twenty minutes to get everything set up, <laughs> and you're just chasing around the kids, and making sure they don't eat sand and do weird things, and then yeah, trying to do it all on your way back. Before you know it, you're done. Yeah. Although I do I'm like hot. the temp, the ten by tens are nice having those. You know, like that's that's definitely an upgrade from when we were kids with just like yeah. beach umbrellas. You know. But shade was for old people, like <laughs> yeah, shade, right. You know, and now we got it. You didn't, right. you didn't stay long enough for shade. Yeah, now now we're in shade. But a lot of places are banning those big tents. Mm. Hmm. Yeah, yeah. I've Ocean seen a bunch City. of different ones too. Ocean Ocean City's thinking about it. Oh so. yeah. Well, they have like um, I've seen some cool ones where it's just like an arch of you know like PVC. They like it's like a big arch, and then it has it just like the wind keeps the the um, the tent oh, yeah, flap yeah. up. It's like a big flag, uh-huh. you know, that's arched yeah. over and it just blows, and that's like that's it, and you got this big shady spot. But know? that that takes a long time too, because you have to yeah. fill the sides with sand. Yeah, right, you got like right. everything has to be perfect. You know, you have to like tension all the wires right. <laughs> like it's everything. It takes too yeah. long. That's why I like the ten by ten, man. Just that's why, no, pop it up. That's, that's why I like the umbrella. Stick it in. Uh, you get two nah. people. That's nah, it. man, that thing blows away and spears somebody. <laughs> what do you think a ten by ten does? That. Oh, well, they don't blow away. You, you, uh, you know, I would rather get hit by, stick by, them a, down. by a by an umbrella than a, a ten by ten. <laughs> I guess I don't know. <laughs> Those things are meant to kill people. <laughs> uh, man. So we're going, and we'll see. Nice. Yeah, right on. We'll Sweet, so you guys are going on on Saturday. Okay, nice Saturday, Saturday, cool. Yeah. So any uh, any progress on the the laser video? Laser, I got loaded in. No editing yet. All right, all right, okay. That's that's a something. She's loaded <laughs> up. <laughs> yeah, so we so just uh, finished finished editing or finished uh, shooting the laser packer yeah. video. I guess that might have been before uh, last week, before Gov Cup, but we talked about it a little bit. But I did um. Yeah, definitely happy with the. Uh, I etched those. Uh, I etched both of the knives, um, the the uh, sheep shear knives for Nicole, 
And so I have the rest of them to etch. I was going to do it today, but then I was finishing up uh, forging a ladle, which I just finished up this evening before we, before I had dinner. And uh, nice. put together a, a quick reel for Instagram. And then after we record, either that or tomorrow morning, I'll, I'll build a uh, short for YouTube as well. So that'll be Sweet. cool. But that was fun. I've been thinking about doing that. It's like basically the same thing as the uh, the little spoon, just a little bit bigger. And I was like, well, what am I going to do it out of? I was thinking maybe, you know, I could use another Ferris rasp and cut some more away or something. And But I didn't really want to have a spot with all the teeth in it. So I was like, I was looking at through my kind of pile of, of uh, scrap steel and I had like a lawnmower blade. And I was like, I could do that, you know, kind of grind off a bunch and, you know, cut and grind off a bunch and then make a, a ladle out of that. So I thought about that and I was thinking and then I, I realized, I remembered I had, well, I, I thought about the railroad spike. I was like, oh, I could do a railroad spike because it's got the head. You know, it's like some more steel in the head. Yeah. So the spike part could be the handle and the head can this, the actual bowl of the ladle can be the the head of the uh, the spike, which actually turned out really well, except for the amount of material in the head of the spike wasn't quite enough to make like a big ladle. So it's kind of like a small ladle, which is fine. Mm. Mm. But, you know, like if I'm like, you know, scooping something like... Um, I don't know, like chili or, or like a stew, something that's a little thicker, like mm. it'll still, it'll work perfectly fine. It's just not like if you're just doing like chicken noodle soup or something, you know, that's like mostly brothy, you know, it's like, it's kind of a, it's kind of a small bowl. It's like, a, it's a, you know, in the, in the, in the grand scheme of ladles, it's like a small ladle. You get like a small, medium and large ladle. It's a small <laughs> ladle. So, <laughs> but I like, I, I went as thin as I could go your, with the steel. I uh, know. Well, you know, like I said, if you do something like chili, <laughs> one or two scoops of that baby, you're good to go. <laughs> good. So, something yeah, thick. it's like, you know, it's pretty it's pretty decent size. It's just not like, you know, it's not like a, a soup ladle, like a big soup ladle. So but that's OK. I was uh, like I said, I kind of stretched it as far as I could go. It was kind of cool. So I I hammered the the head basically flat, you know, like so it's the the, the majority of the head on a railroad spike is like 90 degree to the spike. And so the first thing I did was I basically just like straightened that part out. So instead of it being 90, I just like forged it open and down. So it would be like basically flat in the same, you know, dimension, same uh, direction as the spike. And then I forged it out just a little bit. And so it was like just wide enough to be the right width and thickness to use my um, knife making tongs that I got from, uh, from blade show. So I was able to grab that head of that, you know, by that and then work on the handle and do everything on that. So I like did the whole handle, drew it out long and then, you know, like flat in the end and then had it all ready to go. And then once the handle was basically done, uh, minus the curve, because I did hook it at the end. But when it was like straight and all pretty much done, then I then I was able to hold the handle, you know, and like quench that. And actually then and then just put the other end back in the fire and forge that out into the big circle. And then. uh and then dished it out in my the little stump. I just made a like a hole in that, and yeah, same thing I did for the spoon. So took a little bit longer, but I was kind of like trying to. Um, I was it was pretty thin. The bowl, the metal of the bowl was pretty thin. So like I didn't want to, I didn't want to work it cold because I was worried it might crack. Um, so I just kind of like kept it hot and just kept working it slowly and working it, you know, got it into nice, a nice bowl. And then, um, also where the handle connects to the bowl, cause it's all one piece. It, um, it kind of has like, I like did facets going down and then kind of in, 
dipping into the bowl. So there's like a thicker part that goes into the bowl. So it's kind of like the transition of the handle into the bowl is there rather than it just being a straight, you know, like just a transition, mm-hmm. like just flat mm-hmm. between bowl. And so I kind of have this, this ridge that runs down into the bowl, which is kind of cool. So like trying to keep that there and just work and everything. But that's the part that I actually really like about blacksmithing is the, like the fine detail stuff, you know, cause I like, I like moving metal, but then I like doing, like working the facets and, and, you know, kind of shaping things and just little adjustments here and there to get like the lines just right. You know, cause I think, you know, with my aesthetic being fairly simple stuff, but like, well done that, like, again, that, that like, I guess, focusing on the craftsmanship side and just like the little details, like, I think that's, it's really fun to me. So taking my mm. time. And... So I worked on that over, I think three days. I started it on, Maybe third. When was that? Maybe it was just this week. Uh, I have a feeling that maybe I maybe I started it before I went to the Governor's Cup. I can't. No, nah, I don't know. I don't remember. I think it was just this week, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. Mm. But uh, but yeah, it turned out really good. I'm really happy with it. And I you know just filmed a bunch of stuff along the way with my phone. And oh no, I did. I did. That's right. Because it was like Friday. Yeah. No, it was Thursday before gov cup i worked on it then um, because during the governor's cup which if you guys are listening to the first for the first time the governor's cup is a big uh overnight race down the chesapeake bay 70 plus 71 72 miles um before that i was using my phone which had some cracks and stuff in the screen and then after the race, I pulled my phone out and started it up and it was fine for a minute or two. And then all of a sudden the screen got all like staticky and like mm-hmm. lines were like up and down and like left mm-hmm. and right. And anytime there'd be like a bright spot, there'd be like a real bright, like staticky line across the whole mm-hmm. phone or up and down. I was like, Oh man. So I, I had messaged Nicole saying that like my phone was kind of on the fritz. And so she like you automatically, she automatically ordered me a new one. So now I have an iPhone 13 iPhone 13. So the iPhone. <laughs> <laughs> iPhone 13 with uh, my last phone. I think I had 65 gigs of storage. This one has 256 gigs. So Ooh. a lot more storage, which is awesome because, you know, I do. I do King of the castle. <laughs> tons of video, tons of, you know, photos and stuff <laughs> for the social media. So I've got plenty of storage now. I'm happy. So, Ooh, yeah, so I, I've been, I, I've been doing that and, you know, finished the, finished all the filming with the new phone. So it's pretty sweet. Mm. Yeah. I might switch over to iPhone here coming up soon. Mm. So I got He's the new, the, I got like a uh, Samsung, Samsung Galaxy, Galaxy 10 or whatever. And it, it ended, right. ended up conking out cause the back was all cracked and I didn't notice cause I had the no. case on it. And so it, it, it kind of went to shit. And then I, so I've, I'm back to my S8, which is. I don't know, six years old or something, you know. <laughs> yeah, right. It still works good. It worked fine, but uh, yeah. But now I'm just like I don't really care. They all do the same, right? Like, yeah, whatever. If 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 having an iPhone means like my wife and I can like save and schedule things easier together because right right now Android and iPhone doesn't want to talk, you know. Yeah, right. You can't. You have to like get third party apps that all kind of suck. I'd rather just have I whatever and fine, put it on the cloud and calendar and I whatever. Right, right. Fine, I give. <laughs> you make it well, so hard thing, to like... play with anybody else. <laughs> uh, 
they lo- they love it. They and then I, the iPhone nice. people are like, "Oh, you don't have this. Your your phone doesn't work well." It's it's like, "No, it's <laughs> your phone shutting it down." <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> it's your iPhone saying, "Oh, anything that's not iPhone, we're not going to let it come in here and be in our city. We'll, we'll let that's it a little right. bit, but it'll be like, like really terrible." <laughs> You'll really not like it. <laughs> yeah, I you know, we we got iPhones from the start, like when we first got our first smartphones, they were iPhones. So they've just been like, you know, with AT&T and with our plan, we just like upgrade or whatever. It's like, you know, once you're, once you're kind of in one, it's hard to switch over um, because you're like used to like the way it works and, you know, and you're used to the apps and stuff. But, um, but you know, with like, obviously they're expensive. They're coming down though, because this the iPhone 13, I think it was like $700. So it's Ooh. expensive, but it's not like, like usually when you get like a brand new iPhone, it's like fifteen hundred bucks. Like it's crazy, or two thousand. You know, like if you get a Pro, yeah. like thirteen Pro is more. Um, but you know, with obviously any of the carriers, they offer whatever like discounts, and you know, you do this, and you switch over, you get a new phone, blah blah blah. Or you like, you know, with this, it was like, I'll trade in my other phone. I think I got sixty five bucks or something for it, and then um, and then this yeah. one is like whatever it is. It's just an extra like twenty five bucks a month on our payment plan. So. But I just paid off the other phone. So, you know, that was like, whatever, that was like 20 bucks a month. So it's not like, you know, it's like for five more dollars a month, I just get the next phone, just kind of upgrade. So, but, you know, I could care less about, yeah, I mean, I could care less about the new phone. It's just like, it's just, I want the extra storage, you know, (laughs) like I just want to be out of phone that I can store as many pictures and stuff. I obviously have to like, I'll go through and edit some ones. I do often, but like. But you know this should this should be really good for me. <laughs> What's another shitty iPhone thing is, and I don't know if Samsung has switched over, but you can't include. There's no expandable storage on iPhone. Mm-hmm. On Android, you buy a micro SD card for right. twenty bucks, and you get two hundred fifty gigs. Right, and you just put it in your phone. You're done. And you put it in your phone because that's how it should be. Yeah, right. I agree. But instead, iPhone will charge three hundred more dollars for a hundred extra gigs. Like you right, know, it's exactly. Like, it's yeah. Insanity. Yeah, when you could spend twenty twenty dollars for you know. Right. We know how much gig. those chips cost. We all yeah, buy. Yeah. Right. Them. Yeah. We don't know how much <laughs> micro SD cards go. They're dirt cheap now. You could probably get a terabyte for sixty bucks. Yeah. Right. For a hundred yeah. bucks, and yeah. you can put that in your in your Android, and have a terabyte of storage. <laughs> but, but never now, have to. Do like, oh, we we. we we could we couldn't make that. We'll give you two hundred and fifty this time. <laughs> that's all you get. I don't know you if that's four four K videos. <laughs> what, the, yeah. what the hell? <laughs> yeah. So uh, stupid. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that is the one thing about like any like, you know, PC phone, right, as opposed to Apple phone or whatever. Um Android. Is that is that yeah, right. It's just the it's more versatile i guess right you know they it's i get or even it's like it's just more it's more uh modifiable or whatever you know like they they give you the ability to do (laughs) stuff with it you know and it's not one company that's why they have that's why they improve their products because Mm -hmm. it's whatever samsung and motorola and and whoever else and blackberry and and whoever's Whoever's putting their stuff out are all right. on Android, but they, you have a lot of different company op. You can get a, you know, a bunch of different stuff. That's the thing. So then one person yeah. will go, "Hey, I offer this SD card slot." 
And right. then the other company is forced to do it. You know, that's kind of how the free market is supposed to work. But <laughs> Max just like, uh, Apple's just like, yeah, you're just going to buy it or not because, you know, it's it's like prettier and aluminum. So That's right. You're stuck on our phones, so you kind of have to buy it. <laughs> They're just like, you know, I think they just. We're not going to give you the things you want. <laughs> But they know they have a pretty pretty product and it works really well. If they do, it will just be, it'll be, it's always years later and they make it seem like a big thing. (laughs) Like, oh, and now we have this. It's like, yeah, Android's done it for three years. (laughs) You're way behind. And there's, they still have the market on phones with all of that. (laughs) People still don't know how. I don't know how. (laughs) Well, it's because, because they're, they're bully other, they, because they, Go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> I was gonna say they're they're very user friendly. Well, so is they, Android. I guess. I mean, I, you know, I, iPhone, I use, iPhone doesn't even have a iPhone doesn't have a back button, right? How do you not have a go back button? What do you mean, the back button? Like in in an app or in anything? Yeah. iPhone iPhone has buttons built into certain apps. You have to like go back through a thing. Oh, Android you mean there's Gal- just like a back Galaxy. button? There, there's always right. there's a home and a right. back and like a setting. There's the buttons there. I mean, there's still like swipe yeah. up touch buttons, but like right, right. How do you not have a back button? I, I don't know. Every every app has its own <laughs> back button. It's built into the apps. Yeah, but but that's weird. You need to every app has a different like place where they're going to put their back button. Yeah, I don't. Know. I mean, I I that, use that works you know, through all the apps. I use Macs and PCs at work, and I, uh, you know, mm-hmm. I don't know. I, I like them both fine. You know, they're it's all just a different tool. You know, mm-hmm. I guess it's the same tool. You know, and, like, I, I go back and forth so often between, like, a, a Mac and PC laptop that, you know, I'm, I just – my brain just switches over. Like, sometimes I'll be like, wait, why isn't the, like, Control-Delete button working? You know, or why isn't, like, uh, <laughs> you know – control C or control V, you know, it's like, it's like, uh, you know, just like the different, there's a few different things like when you're on the keyboard, but, um, yeah, I don't know. I, I, I love iPhones. They're, they work really well as far as I know, but like I said, I don't, I don't, I've never used, I always had an iPhone smartphone. It's just what we started out with. And, uh, you know, I'm just yeah, in I, that brand. It's nice. My, my, my thing is, I don't think there's much difference between right. No, I agree. so yeah. so the company that decides to shut everyone else out, mm-hmm. and like they pretend, and what they do, it, it's it's just being tricky and being sleazy, is to make things so difficult for you to talk to other brands that you'll be forced to use their product. Right. Yeah, they but just isn't don't that play, they don't they don't play well with others? Yeah, but isn't that like just a marketing thing for their own brand? Why would you not do that for your own brand? Don't you want more people to buy your brand? Make it harder for other people to use other things. Well, with yeah, your brand, no, you, so you can do a lot it. of sleazy things to get people to buy your brand. It doesn't make it right. <laughs> yeah, it well, doesn't yeah, make me less you like. You know what I mean? It's like, right. yeah, no, I understand what you're doing. Like early days of Macs, where they're like, everyone's like, oh, well, all these computers have these cords that are universal, right? And then Steve Jobs is like, no, we're gonna have a Mac cord, and every, and all the all the developers and and engineers are like. Well, why would you do that? Everyone already has these cords. <laughs> yeah. He's like, because they're going to have to buy a Mac cord. Like, yeah, right. yeah business wise, it makes sense, right? But as a as a as like a 
a good thing to do for humans. No, yeah, right. As a, a, whole, nice. a wholesome person. Yeah. <laughs> it's like the whole lightning cable thing. Everyone else yeah. is you, and they're finally going to go to USB-C. Right. Maybe. Yep. But everyone else is like, hey, we're going to do this universal thing. They're like, no, we're going to do lightning cable. <laughs> it's Mac. <laughs> it has to be this other thing. I know you already have a million of these other things, but you have to buy ours made by yeah. us, and it's going to be twice as expensive. Yep. They're jerks. They're jerks. <laughs> yeah, they are. And they have, like I said, they have a huge, like, corner of the market that, you know, it's it's amazing that they can continue to do it. And people love it, you know, know because, like, annoying. And then, it's just it's just usability and style. And, you know, they've got something that's working for them. <laughs> they're flat. But, you know, but when you, you know, when you think about it in terms of, like, another company, let's let's compare it to, like, Brian House, right, with house made grinders, you know, Revolution Grinder. Like you like you said, you know, if he did he the whole point of his grinder was like it's universal. Like it's made out of two by two steel. You can put other attachments into it. You can use whatever, you know, uh right. like motor you want. You can build it yourself, you can change things up you want, you know. You can buy his things or you can buy other people's things. Like so yeah. So would you like make a company that there are plenty of grinder companies that have proprietary, you know, like uh, different arms for tooling that only fit in their machine. Right. So you do need to buy it that. And so, mm-hmm. yeah, it's like, I guess it's that mindset of like, are you helping the community by doing something different or are you hurting the community? And, um, yeah. you know, yeah. who knows? I mean, I think, obviously I think they're not, they're not trying to, I don't think Apple is trying to help the other, the, the, the community of, um, smartphones, right. By doing things that make it easier for other companies to, you know, to work with their stuff. They're, they're obviously doing something that is uh, very one design for their own. Yeah. Purposes. And I don't, I don't want them to help any, I don't think as a business, you should be out there to help other businesses, like mm-hmm. make your own thing and do the best thing you can. And right. Apple's way is to, annoy everyone so much that you are kind of bullied <laughs> and forced into using their product. <laughs> I've never It's like everyone else is playing that. playing well together and it's like, "Oh, well, if you don't play with my pretty ball, you guys got to be on my team." And like, <laughs> if you don't want to be on my team, then fine, but you don't get to play with my ball. If that blonde hair and blue eyes. <laughs> yeah. Born right. And then and then yeah, and then they have, you know, German. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. yeah, and then they still make their shit in Taiwan like everybody else. Yeah, <laughs> you know. <laughs> yeah, right. It's, it's, it's like safe factory. Like, <laughs> yeah, when all their phones it says designed in California, like yeah, the guy printed it up and and engineered it, but right. and it's all being made in Taiwan and China. Oh, like, absolutely. Come on, come on. Yeah. Oh, no one's no one thinks different than that. I believe. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no. I mean, I think you know. I think there's definitely something to having a pretty product you know it looks it's um it's like what wrangler star says you know it gives you the fizz you know i think having something something that gives you the fizz and not well whether that's like an iphone or a pretty knife or what you know i don't think an iphone's that pretty though i i mean i think i I, like i said i could kind of care less like i always put a you know, put a case on it anyway to like, so it doesn't really yeah, matter. Everyone puts it's a $10 like, Amazon case on it. Yeah, right. Exactly. But you know, I you think know, people no, definitely no sees what it looks like. Well, it's like, you know, it's like, uh, uh what is it? it? It's like Louis Vuitton, you know, like 
People don't have to buy a Louis Vuitton bag. It doesn't do anything any different than any other bag. You could buy a $12, you know, Walmart bag, but there's something in the name. There's something in the style and in the product and the like. Yeah, it's the name. Yeah. And it's right. Exactly. It's the culture. It's, you know, you're like, you're doing something because it's like, it's fed to you as, you know, as couture or something, you know, like it's all about who uses it and who sees what and how many people are doing it and how many people are using it and supply and demand. <laughs> so I know, I, silly silliness. Yeah. But I like, you know, I like pretty things, but I'm also more of a utilitarian person. So usually I'm like, I don't want to pay a lot of money for something. Um, typically, yeah. but, uh, you know, when um, they give it, give me the iPhone for 25 bucks a month, it's hard to beat. <laughs> Hey, is there a crazy delay on ours? Uh, I don't think so. Are you getting a delay? Yeah, I, I, I'm going to say go, and then you say go. All right. And go. Go. That's not too bad. I thought I was getting a delay. Maybe not. Oh, yeah, no, I don't know. What was that? No delay. I don't know. <laughs> Everything looks okay I'm on my end. <laughs> What's that? <gasps> okay. There was a. That's, too many, that's too a little many hours of scenes for you guys. <laughs> too many hours behind the uh, the drywall curtain <laughs> over there. I know. I got the drywall mud in my in my in my <laughs> lungs studio. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, so you been... guys working on that tonight? Yeah, yeah. We just nice. got done. And my buddy guy came over and we uh, drywall and mudding the drywall, or he was mostly, and I was filling in like little holes, and he was doing the. The corners and edges, the mm. stuff that really matters after you tape it and stuff. So nice. Oh, man, it is a lot of stuff. We've got to make a room for this kid coming. So I know, right? What um, what all is done so far on that wall? Do you have drywall on the inside and the outside? Yeah, yeah, it's all drywall. Okay, nice. Electric nice. electrics run. We got a switch. We got a an outlet on either side. And what's uh, uh, what's the inside of the room like now? Because I know we there was the whole like sink and everything over there. Um, have you done anything well, with that? There, there's just the sink there. But um, okay, our next two days are finishing up the mudding and then and then moving the air vent and then yep. and then cutting the water line there because it used to be a kitchen. So we're moving it to a, a room. And there's a bunch of water lines that come up and would go into a you know dishwasher and a sink and stuff. So we want to mm. pull them all out so there's no issues there. Um, go down the crawl space below. Just cut it off. We have a hose on the side of the house, so we're going to cut it off right after that. Oh, and then right. pull yep. it, pull everything out, and then just move the uh, HVAC vent five feet over toward to inside the room. Gotcha. Because okay. right now it's all it's now we got like three vents on this side of the room. Right, yeah. Or, you know, and there's nothing on the, on, on, uh, on Taco's side, on the sun's side. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Sweet. So you just move it on the other side of the of the wall, basically. Put it in the middle. Yeah, it's not bad. You know, just cut another hole in the floor and then move the okay. thing. And it, luckily, it's just uh, uh, the uh, tubing stuff that you can move and shift around. So that's Yeah, all. right. It's Flexible. Not like it's not aluminum HVAC stuff. So we'll just... Right. Nice. Shift it over and sweet. Right uh, on. the uncle. Nice. And then you have an empty room, right? So you can. So are yeah, you? Uh, are you leaving the door into the bathroom? 
Uh, we're, gonna be? Yes, we're leaving that there for future, just in case we ever sell the house. We don't want right. to board up a a second entrance into the bathroom. Mm-hmm. But what we're probably going to do gotcha. is lock the door, and then we're gonna. I'm gonna make that into a because it's so. Um, it's so deep. Uh, people don't know this side of my house was a modular, so two pieces put together. So where the pieces are put together, it's like twelve inches thick in between oh, that door wall. frames. You know, gotcha. yeah. So we're just gonna put boards there, like a, a, a big bookshelf. Ah, nice. Okay, you know, from, right? From so you just put bottom. it. In, gotcha. Yeah, nice. So it, it's like it's already a <laughs> a built-in hole. Right. So yeah. Gonna, <laughs> nice. We're gonna put up some shelves there and stuff because oh, that's we're perfect. Not, we're not, yeah. We don't need to cut through there. And then, if we ever sell the house, we just take the shelves out, and it's a doorway again. Nice. Right on. Yeah. That's a good idea. And then you have a bookshelf, built-in bookshelf. That's sweet. Yeah. Yeah. And we, I mean, we don't have much room. It's only like a. It's tiny, like I don't know, ten yeah. by ten room, if that. You know, it's like not much. So. Right. But you know it's it's perfectly fine for a small bedroom, you know, for like with a single a bed. Small human. Eventually. Yeah, right. <laughs> right. That's cool. Yeah. Nice. Right on. That's awesome. Yeah, man. Um and then I guess the the clo- the like uh pantry will still be a closet. I leave that. Pantry will just be a yep, uh, normal yep. closet. Mm-hmm. Nice. Right on. Cool, yeah. man. A lot awesome. lot to do. Yeah. Well, uh, yeah, I mentioned the Governor's Cup. We uh, we had an, a fun race. It was um, started out slow, picked up a little bit until about one o'clock in the morning, and then died down to basically nothing. Fortunately, at that time, the current was running the same way we were sailing, so the wind like died completely. Yeah, the wind died completely, and the sails were flopping, but we were still going like two to two and a half knots just cruising down the bay because of the tide. So it was like, well, there's no wind, but we're still moving south. So that's good. And, uh, and the, the Chesapeake Bay runs kind of Northwest Southeast. It's kind of a left, you know, a a left leaning diagonal. Um, and so most of the night you're kind of coming straight down and then you kind of, you get through a narrow spot and then you kind of, go a little bit further east so you kind of like this curve and uh and the wind stayed pretty good most of the night coming from the east or east southeast so we were it was an upwind race but it was uh we were able to basically just point straight down the bay on one upwind direction one tack and just sail all day all night so although it was a slow race it wasn't too much crazier you know crazy slower than we've had in the past we ended up finishing at 10:30 in the morning and uh we started at 3:15 in the afternoon the day before so mm. what's that 3 4 5 6 7 8 9 10 19 and a half hours something like 19 hours 15 minutes so it's a long race but um but you know we've on on our boat now it's a faster boat and in the, for the past couple of years we've been finishing right around daybreak which has been really nice so this year it felt a little bit slower, but it wasn't too bad. We've had years in the past where we finished at, you know, one o'clock in the afternoon, stuff like that. So it was, uh, it's always good to finish relatively in the morning, you know, sun comes up and you can see where your turn is. You got to sail down the bay and then you turn up into the 
oh, what's that Potomac River, and then up into uh, St. Mary's River to the college. So mm. it was a good race, and uh, so we were actually battling. There were there were five boats in our division, uh, including us, and um, we were battling three of those boats. Um, so there are four of us kind of battling all night long and we were hugging kind of the Western shore of the Bay going South or, or kind of closer from, from the middle to the West. We kind of stayed in the middle of the other two, two, three boats kind of went to further, uh, West and then they kept coming back toward us. And so we were kind of trading positions with them. They would get ahead a little ahead. They, the three boats that were with us all had higher ratings than we did by a significant amount or faster. So they're faster boats. But we mm. kind of stayed right with them all through the night. The one boat that won, they actually went over to the eastern shore and cruised down like the eastern shore. And all the, all the predictions were saying that the wind was supposed to shift to where you would want to be on the western shore because the wind was going to shift and you'd be able to turn right down the bay. But it never did shift, and they just stayed on like – they were able to basically do one tack and just st- sail, sail straight down. And uh, their boat, which I think – can't remember the name of it but it's a a 40 foot um but they had a they have a really tall mast and um so they're uh, they said they i was talking to the guy they said they're really good in light wind their boat's really good in light wind and that's what we had all night long so they said tall mast really good in light wind um and they actually had the the slowest rating out of all the boats in our division they we we owed them something like uh 12, 17 something seconds a mile because we're a 135 rating and they're a one, I think they're 152. So they, Damn. they actually, yeah, I know. And so like the slowest boat in our division, they got the right side and they had the right wind and they, it was the right wind for their boat. And they just flew straight down and passed everybody and they won. They beat us by about two hours. So say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Yeah. So we, uh, we ended up, there was one boat that did end up passing us actually two boats passed us. Um, so we actually finished fourth out of five boats, but we corrected over the boat that was in front of us. Cause they only beat us by like six minutes and they owed us something like 25 minutes or a half an hour based off of their rating. So the handicap, they owed us a decent amount of time and we, we did it. We had a really good river leg. So you kind of sail down the bay and then you turn up the river and it's usually about two and a half or three hours up, um, up into St. Mary's college. And we had a really good river leg. We like caught a bunch of boats, caught them. We had really good tactical maneuvers and, and it was kind of lower wind, but we just kind of worked our way up and, so and gained a bunch of ground. Yeah. It was fun at the end. Yeah. 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 The one I went on, it was real bad at the end. We were <laughs> oh, like no going wind. around. Yeah, going down the bay and then 
kind of looping around and like that was all good yeah. and then when we turned up it just took forever yeah to get in and yeah it's just uh... sat and, <laughs> oh brutal <laughs> and that's like that's a typical experience like usually what will happen is the wind stays the same all night long and then at daybreak it usually shifts so like you might have like an what's what typically happens because we have we have what's called the bay breeze which means it's like a breeze that runs north up the bay you know kind of it runs from south to north from the ocean so the majority of the wind we get on the bay is like a southerly wind south southeast so usually when we're sailing, we're sailing into the wind all night long. But then in the morning, typically the wind will like shift. And so then it, it shifts and it comes from, you know, the north. So then like you've been sailing upwind all night long, you turn to go back up to turn. So you're, you're thinking you're going to be downwind and then the wind shifts and then you're upwind again, <laughs> which is what's kind of almost like it always happens. But, yeah. but we've had some good years. We've had like downwind and stuff. And, but this year was okay. You should, almost, you should almost just do it the other way. Yeah, right, exactly. Start in St. Right. Mary's You're and not go fighting to Annapolis. It. Go blast down St. Mary's, go around uh -huh. the corner, and then blast up all night straight up the bay. It's <laughs> not a bad idea. Have a, have a big, be fun. big party in, in, around Baltimore somewhere. <laughs> yeah, right. Well, the, the call whole... It, so, call it yeah. something different. You guys should just do your own. <laughs> just you do know? the opposite. <laughs> just just like, keep our own time. <laughs> right. Be like, hey, we're going to do the... Uh, What's governor's race in in, in reverse? Governor's cup, the, the vog. governor's gov, <laughs> the vog, the vogna, the vogna, the vog puck, <laughs> and do it do it like the opposite time. Do it early early in the season. Yeah, right. Exactly. Like real early in in sailing season, <laughs> and then you just fly up the bay. <laughs> well, the reason, like, <laughs> one of the reasons why they started the governor's cup, and the reason why it's called the governor's cup is because it goes from the original capital of Maryland to the current capital of Maryland. So St. Right, Mary's so city was the original capital. Mm -hmm. um, and now it goes to Annapolis. So it's like, or it goes, yeah. it goes from the current capital to the, to the original capital. And that's the so, race. Yeah. So if the whole thing is in reverse, the whole idea of it's in reverse. Ah. <laughs> so you go from old to new, you go in, in the right timeline instead of reverse. Ah, you know, okay. you, yeah, <laughs> you right. go, we start at St. Mary's. So much more sense. Yeah, everyone's dressed up in old school stuff. <laughs> <laughs> At different points, it's like a you have to you have to change. You into all like start more modern gear. Yeah, it's like a Renaissance festival down at St. Mary's. <laughs> nice. And then, then you on you your way back. It'd <laughs> be fun. I like it. But yeah, this year was the 50th anniversary, um, and uh, yeah, that was cool. I got a I got a nice hat. They had these uh, like kind of baseball caps with leather patches on them with the, you know, governor's cup 50th anniversary. So I got a hat and a shirt and had a nice night and we had a, we had a hell of a ride back. So, you know, we always sail down and then stay, you know, we, we get there on Saturday and then we stay Saturday day and through the award ceremony and then spend the night and then we leave early Sunday morning and sail back up the bay. Um, so we left and it was kind of, low to moderate winds in the morning and just it built and built and built throughout the day. Um, the wind was blowing from the South still typically. So, uh, but we, you know, we, at one point we put up a spinnaker, but there were, the waves were building. And so it was kind of pushing our boat around quite a bit. And so it was kind of hard to hold the spinnaker up, you know, and relax, which is kind of the main idea, you know, like we're just, we've already, 
done the hard part. Now we just want to do the easy part. So we put up our bimini. We have a big bimini that covers the whole cockpit of the boat. And we keep the mainsail down. And we so we just put up, we did put up the spinnaker at one point, but it was it was kind of hard to keep it up. So we just took it down and we put up a smaller head sail, just like a storm sail, and uh, and then just sailed home. And you know, motor sailed home, um, and uh, we all took one hour shifts driving the boat on the helm, and and we had a speed competition, which I won. <laughs> Uh, so we would, what we would do is you, you know, as you were, we're motor, motor sailing. So we're going at an average of maybe four and a half, five knots with just the engine. And then, uh, sailing with the wind, with the sail up, you pick up another knot and a half, two knots, three knots based off of the waves. And so the waves, the current was going, the waves are going with us. So we were, they were kind of pick us up and then we would, you would, you'd get picked up by wave and you kind of surf down it and you would go from say six and a half knots to like seven and a half knots or set or eight knots. Um, so the whole day we were like, there was just a competition who could get the highest. And when I was on the helm, I think it was when we had the biggest waves and these were, I've done a lot of governor's cups. I've sat a long time on the bay and these were the biggest waves I've ever seen on the bay. I would say easily 10 yeah. feet. And that's like, yeah. well, maybe eight feet. I would say a modest eight, maybe 10. If I'm like, if I could actually measure, it's hard to tell. Cause you know, they're, they're really big <laughs> right. and wide, right. but like, so you just like be sailing along and, and they'd be say, say maybe an average of five, you know, and then you'd get this, like, you'd get like a six and then a seven. And then all of a sudden you get like this eight foot wave that would come up behind you. And then I felt, and then it felt like it was like 10 foot waves, you know, and they're just, they just pick the back of the boat up, you know, and they'd like lift you up, you lift you up. And then you start like picking up speed, you know, cause then now you're surfing down the front of it and you see your knots go up and go right. up and then, and then it slides by you and then you back down and. I had some big waves you know, behind me, so I hit it. And the guy who was sailing before me, Tim, he was on the helm, and he was um, like, we were all averaging right around like seven, low seven, mid seven knots. Um, and oh, nice. he was like, he hit like seven, six, seven, seven, and then he went down a wave and he hit eight, four. He was like, eight, four, which, you know, on a boat, a sailboat, that's fast. So we were doing that. Mm -hmm. And then once I was on, I was kind of averaging a little bit higher. I was averaging kind of in, in the low eights. And so low eights, mid eights, and then I had one big wave that picked me up. And I was actually kind of like, I was like fiddling with my phone and I was just like kind of steering. So I wasn't really even trying to capture the speed of the wave. Um, but it picked me up and just slid me down and we saw it boop, boop, went up to nine, two. So nine, nine point oh, two dang. knots, which is super fast. And actually, now that I remember it, um, we were not actually looking at the speed of the boat, we were looking at the VMG and what VMG is on a sailboat is velocity made good. So what that is, is it's how fast you're moving toward the mark you're going to. So if you have like a mark that's say 30 degrees off of straight off of a straight line, you know, you're not, you're not sailing directly to it. So you're still making ground toward it, just not directly toward it. So your boat might be going five knots, but you're only going four and a half knots toward your mark because you're not pointing directly at it. So we had, we've done just regular speed competitions over the years. So this year we're like, well, let's do a VMG competition. So you have to like, you have to keep the boat going toward the right mark, you know, toward home, which was just like, you know, mm. we would, we would set a mark three miles up the bay or five miles up the bay, you know, like long distances. So, so like the VMG, so I'm, I'm sure I know at the time that I was going pretty much straight toward my line. So I don't think my nine two was way less than the actual speed was. 
But there were definitely some times where people would like be picked up a wave and the boat would kind of turn sideways and you'd surf down the wave, but you'd be going at like, say, 30 or 40 degrees away from the mark. So like those high speeds of VMG, which we were seeing were, you know, may have been higher, like the boat may have gone faster than that. But but it was kind of cool. It was a fun, like, just a way to mix it up. You know, I was like, well, let's do VMG. So then, like, each person's goal was to get us home as quick as possible. <laughs> like, how fast can you go? Drive <laughs> right. home. So it was fun. And um, we, uh, so, yeah, we sailed all day. It was decent weather. We had the Bimini up, uh, like, no rain. And it was a little, overca- a little overcast, which is kind of nice when you're out in open water, you know, that it's not just blazing hot sun. And we had music, we had tons of snacks and stuff. Everybody was sailing. And so we sailed all the way home or got all the way basically back to the, the Bay Bridge. It started to drizzle a little bit and we got a little bit of rain then, but we had our, like I said, we had the Bimini up and we had rain, rain gear and stuff. And um, so we got through the Bay Bridge and then over maybe like 30 minutes away from our dock and it started raining like a son of a bitch. It was like mm. pouring rain. The winds picked up. We were going like... We had, um, we still had the storm jib up and we, and like, but the waves had gone down at this point. Like once you get above the Bay Bridge, the waves really drop down, especially when the current is going that direction. Cause they just kind of, it breaks it all up. So at that point, the waves, waves are only like two or three feet. You know, there's just like kind of little rollers and we were still going like eight knots because the wind picked up and we had the little storm jib up still. And, you know, they would kind of pick you up and we're just flying. But so it was like a ton of wind, a ton of rain. Uh, once we got into our dock, we actually had to dock three times because, like, we were coming in too fast at one point, and then we were coming at too much of an angle. And because it was like raining super hard, and the wind was blowing super hard away, away from our dock, so it took us a while to get in. And we're like, Jack, um, he, uh, he, at one point, like the guy we had a guy one of our one of our crew members who actually couldn't sail back with us, but he met us at the dock to help us dock during that like crazy rainstorm. He, um, yeah. he, he like, he had a line that he threw out to our boat. So we were kind of pulling the boat in cause our, we're, our, uh, slip is on the end of the pier so we can kind of pull up sideways and then we kind of slide sideways into it. And so he's threw us a line and, and we're pulling it and it's like, it's the line that's furthest to the end of the pier. So we know that we have to like pull that line, but then you got to pull the next line to slide the boat in further in, into the slip. And so that line wasn't long enough to throw all the way to us. So, Jack was like, he picked up a line that we had on the boat and was like, here, I'm going to throw you this and you like tie it to that line and then we'll pull that one over. But he did it like all quick and he's like grabs it and it's all tangled around his hand and he's like, oh, here we go, here we go. And he like throws it sideways, like not underhand and it just tangles <laughs> around his hand and drops in the water. I yell at him I'm like, Jack, son of a bitch, what are you, come on. And I was like, damn it. Because I even told him I saw it happening and he was about to throw. I was like, wait, Jack, wait, 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 don't throw. No, no, Jack, wait. And he just like, and like threw it into the water. (laughs) Didn't go anywhere. I was like, ah. (laughs) I could just see it. You know, he just like picked it up off the floor and just like went to toss it without any like, you know, it's like blowing. The wind's blowing super hard in his face. Like grab it. Take like five more seconds and like wrap it up into kind of a ball and throw it underhand and like make sure you throw it nice and straight. And, you know, like. (sighs) (laughs) That's but, not really a Jack thing. No, no, exactly. I was I was definitely not surprised, I'll say that. <laughs> Frustrated, but not surprised. But it was it was all good. We got it in. Of course, like two minutes after we get everything in and all the you know, the boat cleated down, the the rain stops. We're like, of course. You know, it couldn't have stopped like ten minutes earlier. So we could dock the boat in not rain, but but it was good. Yeah, so we got I think we got back to the dock at ten o'clock or something like that or um so um, a little bit quicker, 
home, but that's just because we were going a lot faster and again, you know, sailing straight up the bay. So it was cool. It was a good time. It always is a good time. Um, It's always, it's always a slog, but it's always super fun. The important part, how was the get together after the little party? A party, right? Nah, it's pretty lame. Uh, they're, they're pretty (laughs) lame these days. Like it's just, uh, people don't stay anymore. Like there were a hundred, a hundred boats that raced in the race. Um, and there were like, um, I guess maybe there were, they may, they may have been 50 boats or something there, but I don't know. People just don't stay. You know, they used to, people used to come down and they would race and then they would stay for the party and people stopped coming to the party. And so the parties stopped getting as good and, so more people stopped coming and the parties kept getting worse. And now it's like they had three bands this year because it was the 50th anniversary and they had a whole bunch of food trucks. But like in the past, mm. they'd have like a captain's dinner and they had like, you know, breakfast for everybody. And they would have a band that would play till midnight. And, you know, they right. had like a big, it's just, and they would, you know, they had a big award ceremony where they had, they'd have all the trophies like already ready, you know, they would like get them all etched during the day after the race finished and you would actually have your name on it. But now they don't even do that. It's like you get this like fake one that you hold for the picture and then they mail it to you. Oh, it's just, boo. I know it's just getting worse and worse. And, and I heard from, uh, from an alumni, she was saying that like they used to have alumni weekend, the same weekend of Gov's cup of Gov cup. So you'd have a lot of alumni down there as well, coming down for alumni week, alumni weekend and party and stuff. And, and now they, they switched that to like earlier in the year. So mm. that may contribute too. so, Anyway, it's like the party hasn't been very good for a couple of years. Wow. Um, and the in the past couple of years, we've had um, other boats that race that we're like friends with. So then when we get down there, we'll like hang out and, you know, go out to go swimming and like have music and get beers and stuff and have like kind of these little mini parties with our friends. But like this year, there was no one really down there that we knew. So again, it's like, what are you going to do? Well, I don't it's, know. it's time for you to do the reverse Governor's Cup. <laughs> yeah, right. And at the end, you do it reverse, and you have a hell of a party at the end. <laughs> With just us. <laughs> <laughs> now, you, you could start. You start slow. You get, like, yeah, get like all the, the, guy, the guys you know and, and be like, hey, we're going to put money in it and do mm-hmm. this. And then, you know, whatever. Or you start, like, you know, we have to do reverse. You could go from Annapolis to to your spot. You know, in yeah, the, right <laughs> over there, and just do a, a smaller race and just do like mini Governor's Cup with a big party at the end. <laughs> like, yeah, right. And and I know you have some of those already, but it's like once something dies out, then you just you know you, gotta, you let like, it go you know, and you do up. something else. Yeah, right, right. Yeah. It, it used to be cool, and now yeah. it's changing so much. We want to go back to the original spirit of the thing. Right. I will say, though, like in the years that I've been doing it in the, say, 20 ish years, 25 years, plus or minus a few, um, it's the the number of boats that race in it hasn't changed all that much. Like I remember some years it'd be like 120. Some years it'd be like 140. You know, this year was 100. Last year, I think it was like 110. You know, so it's not like way you know it's not a ton different the amount of people that are sailing it it's just people don't stay for the parties anymore they just what they call turn and burn so they just get down there they finish the race in the morning they go in they might like either take a hot shower and get a breakfast and then they get on their boat and they sail home and then they're then they're home by saturday night and then they have another day on the weekend you know like our mindset was always like we make the whole weekend out of it leave on friday morning you get back sunday night 
but uh and yeah, you know it's, it's it used to be that way that's but, what it yeah right but uh but yeah a lot of people are just they're just ready to get back i guess but What's it's just point? yeah it's such a long it's such yeah. a long trek you want to give yourself a minute to breathe and right i know yeah it's almost like you know like this year was almost 20 hours you know in the past it's been like maybe 15 hours it's it's a long race and you're and you're racing so it's not like you're just cruising chilling you know you're like you're right. you're actively working the whole time to go as fast as possible and so by the end i just want to like have some breakfast and take a nap for two hours or three hours, you know, cause I've been up all night long. Right. So. And then, then you get up and have some fun and, and, and share stories and, and be like exactly. around like minded humans. And right. It's like, it's like if everyone showed up maker camp for a day. Yeah. Right. And then like everyone left before everything went down. It's like, you're missing the thing. Yeah. I mean, right. the race is the thing obviously, right. but mm-hmm. It's the getting together with all the all the same type of people, right? Exactly, and talking and about ha- old, you know, past yeah. governors' cups, and you know, and, and that, talking yeah, about that I mean, this year's race, and comparing right. notes, and you have those on, things. Yeah. Where, yeah, there's a band and a bar and yeah. a and a dinner and things that bring everyone into the same space, and right? Then, and yeah, go and get on other people's yeah. boats and check out their setup and do. Yeah, I mean, and we've done all that stuff and. There were some pretty sweet boats there this year. We did end up getting on one uh, big boat called Katsu, which I think was a 70 or 60 or maybe 50 or 60 foot racing sailboat. It was beautiful, all red. And it was cool because we actually, in the middle of the night, I don't remember if I was on the helm or somebody else was on the helm, but like I looked over and I see this big black giant boat passing us in the middle of the night, you know, and, and we're all going like we were going maybe three knots and he's going maybe five. Right. So he's not like flying by us, but like, you know, almost just, mm-hmm. you can just see him just going by and I just see it. It's like, you know, it's dark out and we did have a, a full moon, which was kind of nice. So we could see pretty well at night, but, uh, um, Ooh. you know, it could sell us like all, all black, like black head sail, black main sail, black boat. I was like, dang, that's so cool. You know? And then, and then as it was going by and the moon hit a little bit, I realized that the whole hull of the boat was red and not black. I was like, oh, cool. It's all red. And then we get down there red. and he's like, he's parked in the big boat spot. And so we ended up going over and chatting with them for a while and got on board there and went down below. It's like, oh, it's like, you know, tons of space down below and it's all, all cleared out for racing, you know? So it's minimalist, you know, just like a few cots (laughs) and bunks and everything's just like, you know, just carbon fiber and whatnot. And, you know, it's so sweet, but the guy, uh, the main, one of the main helmsmen or whatever, the captains or whatever was, he chatted with us for a while. He's super nice guy. He was like, Oh, you guys want to come out on it? Just anytime, let us know. We'd love to have you out racing with us. So. Well, right. Like, See, and that's, hell yeah. that's, that's what every, everyone's in the, you, you all want kind of the same thing anyway. Exactly. Yeah. It's just right. other people to share in your enthusiasm with what you love to do. Yeah. Right. It's just a bunch of guys and gals who like this type of thing and are happy to share it with someone else or maybe yep. bring someone on and, and everyone's always looking for other sailors to help out and like, yeah. That's and then we, the, the that's the time you need to meet those people. Right. Yeah. And we've all had the same experience for the last fifteen hours. We've all dealt with mm-hmm. the same wind. We've all had right. to figure so out the talk same. About it. Yeah, exactly. So everyone, yeah. What did you do? What side did you go to? Did you have to avoid this? Yeah. Uh, in the middle yeah. of the night, I took this I took a nap and I How chapped is your ass? Right, exactly. <laughs> I took a nap <laughs> in the middle of the night for maybe about an hour and a half. And in the middle of that nap, I, I 
woke up, I started to come out of my sleep to the sound of like this siren, this like, I'm like, what in the world? And it like woke me up and I hear they're like, and, and it's really low winds at that point. So we're like barely moving. And I hear there's a commotion on board and Charles like, all right, let's tack, let's tack. And so he's like tacking and then he's yelling. He's like, all right, we're moving, we're moving. So like down at Cove point, which is the kind of narrowest point of the bay. And there's like a big power plant there. And then there's this big fuel dock, um, that's off of the, off the land for quite a bit in the six or seven yards off hundred yards off the land. It's this big giant fuel dock for refueling, refueling boats and stuff. Mm -hmm. And, um, Apparently we had gotten too close because <laughs> they said like, and like I said, I was down below sleeping, but they said like they were kind of cruising along and we're going like maybe two knots and the wind's blowing two or three knots, like barely moving us. And we're just kind of just creeping along. And they all of a sudden there's this like big spotlight that like shined on our boat. And then an alarm started. It was like, like they never said anything. No one ever yelled at us. Drew said we were probably 50 or 60 yards away from it. So not like super close, but you know, it's a pretty big thing. It's not like a military thing. It's just a fuel dock, you know, like, right. I don't know. So, but they apparently weren't happy. So, <laughs> so we ended up having to tack away, which at that point for us to tack, it like took us really like back up the bay, you know? And then it was like, and in low winds, it's really hard to maneuver the boat and get it moving again. So it was like, took a long time to get down and around. And I think that's one of the one, when one of the boats passed us that ended up getting second place. So. But uh, yeah, it was wild. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, it's stuff that you want to share like that. Yeah, I mean, I right. When I when I went in the middle of the night, we like kind of stumbled on like a bird preserve. Oh yeah, yeah. The uh, and and the, we're like fish nets and stuff. And yeah, it's like birds, silent. So, and it's like, rah, rah. You're like <laughs> yeah, right. Going on? Where are we? <laughs> we're like we got attack. There are birds. Yeah, we almost got hit and... by a huge catamaran. Remember that? Came out of <laughs> oh nowhere? my gosh! Yeah, jeez. That's that's where I that's where I realized the term like two ships passing in the night. Like you don't <laughs> yeah, see right, it all of exactly. a sudden. All of a sudden, you're right next to them. You know, you're flying, especially mm-hmm. two sailboats. Yeah, right. And all of a sudden, it's this giant thing next to you. At the time, you had a what a twenty four foot boat, so it's tiny. Right. Yeah. Yeah, that Stuff was probably like, like a like 30 it's... or 35 foot cat, you know, like, <laughs> cruising and by. I, I, you know, those those are stories you share. Yeah, right, exactly. Yeah, well, well, you guys make your own. Or yeah. or or write a scathing letter to <laughs> governor's to governor. Like, what, what the hell's the going on? We've lost it. Like I know. And yeah, I mean, everyone was talking last year. I was like, okay, and I, we even our crew even talked to the like the um program manager of the whole thing we were like talking for a while and he was like yeah we want some ideas for what we're going to do next year and we gave him a whole bunch of ideas like do some stuff like (laughs) you know we were like how about you do you know like dinghy races during the day you know and you make sure like have captains um pre-register you know like two people from each boat you have a big competition and you win something there and you know like i don't know it was like you gotta you gotta make it you guys do something fun and they didn't do anything fun. They just had like yeah. an extra band, you know, yeah, you have like, to make it worth people wanting to stay or right, exactly. Yeah. Have drink deals or, or, you know, or whatever, or you pay ahead of time and everyone doesn't have to pay for drinks and yeah. Like, right. Or, have a big or, beach or whatever, party, whatever. you know, and like, yeah. yeah, whatever it is, like you yeah. gotta make it, you gotta make it an event or it and, will yeah. die off. And advertise. And like, I saw one advertisement in spin sheet magazine that was like, 
50th anniversary of the Gov Cup. You know, I didn't hear anything else about it. You know, not even, and not that that's like something that you would like, that a normal person would hear about, but like, I'm part of the sailing community. I sail two nights a week. I know lots of different boats and like no one, there was like crickets from St. Mary's College about the Gov Cup this year, like nothing. Right, right. So, oh, well, I well, guess they figure like, they, maybe, <laughs> they're like, well, we still have the same amount of an, boats. Yeah. Maybe we got to do like an art or craftsmanship thing. Like, hey, we want to do a video. We want to do a big thing. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. Make it a go. thing. Nice. <laughs> That'd be sweet. Can we work something out? Can we interview people at the end of it? Can we talk to people? We'll get footage. We want drone footage. We'll put GoPros on a bunch of people. We'll have like maps. And we'll right, do a whole yeah. like video. Like a big documentary about it. Yeah. Yeah. The great. rise and fall of the Maryland Governor's Cup. <laughs> <laughs> You better have a band until one and some more beers, all right? Right, exactly. That's all people were asking for. It's just sailors. All we want is it's, chicks and beer right. and music. You're, 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 at, you're at port. Come on, let's have right. some fun. Let's talk. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. yeah all right. Cool. It was fun. It was, it was a good time. And, uh, you know, we're back now. And, and now I got one more week. So this weekend, next week is my last week before I... Got to go back to work. Got to go back to the real world. Go back to yeah. school. Join us. Join yeah. us. <laughs> cool. Yeah, All right. Man. Well, what do you got? You got any, uh, anything else? Um, no, not really. No. All right. Um, um, I, I, will, I will, you know, next week, unless, I mean, you could have a guest on or something. I won't be right. available. So maybe it'll be a Dustin only podcast. Maybe Dustin and friends. I don't know. Yeah, we'll see. I'll see if I can get somebody. Maybe, maybe nothing in friends, nothing, nothing and nothing. I'll do a uh, brothers podcast without you. Oh, how dare you? <laughs> and I'll call in. <laughs> yeah, right. It's like, wait, wait, we have a guest calling in right now. <laughs> you like pop it's the in. guy who's always here. Hey, um, look at that. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, we'll see. Yeah. Cool. So, all right. Well, uh, so recommendations this week. Um, my recommendation is Ryan Bruick, um, and his Instagram is Gnome Hammer Forge. Um, I I know that he's been doing a lot of hammer making, which is really cool, and I think he he's gotten into it fairly recently. I could be wrong, and if I am wrong, I'm sorry. But maybe I I just started really seeing him like in the last you know six months or so really take off and make like doing really well, making a ton of, um, you know, really cool hammers and blacksmithing hammers and stuff. He does other stuff. He posts quite often, but, um, but really cool work. I like his stuff and I've kind of followed him for a while. I think, you know, we both follow each other and, uh, yeah, it's just, um, good, good, uh, blacksmithing stuff. And I've been, um, I've been taking advantage of my, my Smithy this summer, just kind of like every once in a while, just, start up the forge and be like, what I want to make, you know, like I have time. So, um, and, uh, it's cool just, you know, following along with other blacksmiths and stuff. And, uh, and he's a good, he's a good dude and he does some really cool stuff. Um, uh, you know, mostly he does a lot of tool making. So a lot of like hammers and things, but, um, but he does a lot of other stuff. So you can check him out on Instagram again. That's gnome hammer forge, no spaces, uh, Ryan Bruick. Ryan. Ryan Bruick. Uh, cool. I have a suggestion that I'm going to, I think I'm going to try to do, I, I'm supposed to have work, supposed to have Orioles games, but I might, I might take a day off because Jurassic Park is coming back into theaters. 
for like cool. for like three days for its thirtieth anniversary. Um, all everything I've seen is it's in three D, which is exciting and not exciting. Like I would rather <laughs> just see it on the biggest screen possible, right? Like just two D, but thirty. 30, thirty years. Thirty years. Is that is that this year or next year? This year, apparently. Dang, that's yeah. crazy. So I was ten when I saw it when it came out in theaters. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. In the drive-in theater. Uh, wild. Right. <laughs> crazy. Yeah, that's cool. But uh, so yeah, I think it's August twenty fourth, twenty fifth, and twenty sixth this right. month. So look at look on your local theater calendar and see if they have it. Cause I think it'll be pretty cool. I, I, I think I'm going to try to see it. I think it'll be that's fun. sweet, man. Heck yeah. That's awesome. That, that movie still holds up really well. You know, like all the, the, all the, all the, all the CG best. and all the, all the special effects, everything just holds up great. It's yeah. awesome. I mean, it's a little like there's, there are parts where you can tell, like, cause I've watched it again more recently. I'm like, eh, you know, the, like some of the some of the graphics or the special effects for the like the raptors is a little bit like eh, at some points you know when you see that you can tell it just a little bit but like everything else is so good with the puppetry and everything they do it's all so good and like it's easy to believe it you know they make it very easy to believe oh yeah <laughs> so it's yeah, you great don't have to, oh. yeah it's it's uh it's, yeah it's one of the best ever mm-hmm so good i mean it like it you cannot there's like no better thriller in my opinion no better edge of edge of your seat plus pure interest in the topic yeah plus just like exciting and funny and a great thriller like like uh, yeah it's the best yeah i'm I'm gonna see if i can go see it nice Uh, yeah that's awesome cool man maybe i'll join you let me yeah, know let me, you're going. That's awesome. Yeah, man. Super fun. Cool. All right. Well, uh, you guys, make sure you uh, check out, if you want to see what my how my ladle turned out, you can check that out on Instagram. I made a reel of it, and I will be putting up a short of that as well tomorrow on YouTube, so you can check it out there as well. Uh, you can follow me at The Art of Craftsmanship, and you can follow Devin at The Art of Camera Guy. Maybe we'll see some... Uh, some family shots. So you can you can show some uh, <laughs> some drywall pictures and uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> we'll see. Um, and we, but yeah, go ahead. Yeah, no, and we will have. I mean, we're you know summer's always slow surprisingly for us. We're so I know it's weird. <laughs> so we just we don't get much out, but we got stuff in the can and and yeah. the laser pecker thing, and we're gonna do a bunch of reviews, and then we'll be doing a ninja thing and a bow thing, and, yeah. and Dustin will be heading up to uh, Maker Camp and doing stuff there. It's we got a lot coming up. Hang yeah, with do. us. We we continually want to put out content. We just don't always have time. Yeah. And uh, hang with us. We got a bunch of cool stuff coming out. Heck yeah, absolutely. And you guys can find all that over on uh, on YouTube, uh, the Art of Craftsmanship, and you can follow us there and subscribe and like and comment. Let us know what you think. Um, I've had a lot of comments on the laser pecker. A lot of people have reached out to me from the images I put up on. Uh, on Instagram. So a lot of people are interested in that. So I'm, I'm hoping that will, uh, cool. it'll at least, it'll, it will at least be, uh, interesting to the community. I know there are a lot yeah. of knife makers who are really interested in that, in that machine because it's small and portable and it does a really specific thing really well, like etching small things really well. So a lot of people will reach out to ask me about it and get my opinions on it. Cause they've been looking at it. So that should be good. Sweet. 
All right, everybody. And uh, once again, we want to say thank you so much to all of our patrons, all of our Patreon supporters. Um, so if you want to uh, support us there, you can head over to patreon.com forward slash the craftsmanship and support us over there. I did just get some uh, some new stickers. I got some AOC stickers. I know we just still came t- in. So we, we have to send all those out. Yeah. And we, we got a couple more patrons this month. Gotcha. Uh, I don't. I don't. We don't have. The, I don't have the list with me, but yep. we appreciate you guys. We'll we'll start. Uh, I'm hollering, calling you guys out. Uh, so. Yeah, maybe I'll I'll do that tomorrow. I'll actually get some uh, get some stuff in the mail. I'll try to do that tomorrow or Saturday. Um, yeah. Get some sticker packs and stuff out to our patrons, and uh, to our new patrons as well as um, if you are on Patreon, then you also have access to the Discord uh, channel, and then we you know we've obviously been kind of chatting with all those people as well. So got to send a new link to all of our new patrons so all right all right guys well thank you all so much for listening Devin anything else that's it see you guys cool see you everybody Uh, hope you guys have a good week and we will talk to you next time say goodbye to your credit card rewards greedy corporate mega stores led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets the Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it if you love your credit card rewards tell your lawmakers hands off my rewards tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.